Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 Manigen who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab that cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Today is Thursday, and Thursdays I tend to go into more of a teaching aspect. So start to understand the chart a bit more. There is a lot of information in the chart, and even if you know the information, it doesn't mean that you actually embody it or practice the information. And that's what I want to discuss today. When you have your body graph and you know for example, that your profile is a 2-4 or a 3-5 or a 5-1, and you understand what that means as far as the energies, the 2 being a hermit, the 3 being experimental, trying things out, seeing what works, the 1 studying, diving into all the things before they can share, the 5 being very practical and coming up with practical solutions. When you understand these things, it is beautiful but you have to start implementing it. You have to start doing it. What I have noticed is a lot of people will start the process. They look at their chart. They learn about, okay, what type I am, what authority am I, what profile lines, what incarnation cross, is it left angle, is it right angle, what centers do I have defined, what centers do I have undefined, What does it mean if they're undefined? What does it mean if they're defined? What does it mean if it's colored in red? What if it means if it's colored in black? What does it mean if it's both? All of those things are all learning. But what I've noticed is a lot of people get really consumed with knowing more before they actually start implementing the strategy and the authority. And I think it's because Most people feel like, oh my gosh, this is too easy. This can't be truly what it's about. There has to be something deeper. There has to be something that is hard. I have to know all the little things so that I can truly understand it. For those that have defined head nausea, this is really hard for you because you have a lot of that conceptual and you want to know all the answers. I'd love to just invite you to, as you are learning about your chart, as you are implementing the authority, the strategy, those are the two main important things. If you know what channels you have defined and what these channels mean, and you know what centers you have defined, or you know what centers you have open, If you are not following your strategy and you are not following your authority, it doesn't matter because what happens is nothing works. Nothing falls into place. You struggle and it's 
because you aren't doing the work. You're just getting the information. That may be hard for some of you to hear. That may be a blessing for some of you to hear because it truly is the easier things first. It is the strategy and the authority. And if you do not practice that and reflect and slow down enough to notice when you have the opportunity to choose differently, then it's not going to work. But if you actually slow down enough every single day, it takes repetition before it becomes a habit. It's just like any habit. Any habit is hard in the beginning because we have created this deep groove within our brain in the way that we be and even automatic within our physical body at some of these things. We automatically do these things. We have to shift that first. So it is hard in the beginning. It is hard to ask yourself, am I slowing down enough where I'm making decisions out of my strategy and authority? So as a manager, for me personally, am I slowing down enough and making decisions in a place where I'm responding to external things around me through answering the yes and no question with my sacral sound, uh-huh or uh-uh. That's the number one thing because I could be creating decisions by initiating and starting things. You always have to reconnect to the responding, but that doesn't mean that you can't put information out there or you can't ask a question. I'm gonna do for each one of the types. The manigen is through responding, saying uh-huh or uh-uh. That is the sacral being with no emotional authority. That's the sacral authority. You also realize that you're very fast. You like to skip steps. And when you skip steps, you are designed to skip steps. What that means is if you decide to skip a step and do something very quickly, and then you have to go back and fix something or redo something to have love and compassion for yourself, because that is what you're designed to do. As soon as you let yourself be okay with making mistakes and having to go back, almost like the three line with experimenting, you have to go back and fix it before you move forward with no judgment, just compassion. There's a lot more love and compassion for yourself. There's a lot more ease and there's a lot more trust in actually responding through the uh-huh, uh-uh. If you have to go back, it's not a judgment on you on, oh my gosh, I responded too quickly or I'm too fast. I make all those mistakes or what is wrong with me? How come I can't get it right the first time? These are all things that I did struggle with. I would do posts and then someone would reach out to me and be like, oh, you misspelled this or you did this. Oh my gosh, people are noticing all the little things that I am doing. And then it would make me feel like, well, why, why even post? Why even do that? Because I'm just getting these responses and now it's making me feel, Ugh. and now it's just either I can fix it or I don't have to fix it. I can leave it the way it is. It is what it is, but it's my choice. And I no longer get down on myself. For the manigen, it is about in the physical realm, you respond to things. It may be fast. You may have to go back. It's okay. It's okay. Then you have the generator. The generator, just like the manigen, is all about responding to the physical world. If you think of the generator types, both manigens and gens, we're here to create. We're here to be of service. We love to be in this physical world if you're not conditioned. I have met some manigens and generators that don't want to be in this physical world. They want to be out there. They don't want to be in the physical plane. They're out of alignment. 
because we are here to be in the physical plane. We are here to create. As a generator, you are here to respond to things in the physical world. Again, waiting to respond. It doesn't mean that you don't do anything, but it means you work on things here and there. You go do movement. You be creative. You do all the things while you wait for things to respond to. Then when something shows up for you to respond to, it's uh-huh or uh-uh. Does it feel good in the moment? Is it good? Does it feel good? Uh-huh. Good. Then do it. Always with no expectation. We always bring in these expectations when we make a decision. Like, okay, if this happens for me, then this is it. Then everything will fall into place and then I'll have consistency here. And my business will be thriving and I'll have time and I'll have financial security. So all those expectations are floating around there. But it's not like that. It's about learning to trust, learning to trust the unfolding. As generator types, life unfolds for us. We truly do not know what will show up for us to respond to and how we will feel as we respond in that moment. If we're living in alignment, if we're living constricted and planning and controlling, then we have a plan. Things will show up and this is the way it is and that's it. There's no openness for potential. The projector is all about being invited. Now, most of you may feel being invited and being given something to respond to sounds and feels like the same thing, but it is different. The projector's energy is about other people. They see the energies of other people. They see the potential of other people more so than they see themselves. They're here to guide. They love to guide people to create that bigger picture because they see that bigger picture. So waiting for an invitation is a lot different. For the projector, you don't have that connection with uh-huh or uh-uh. That uh-huh and uh-uh with the sacral response bypasses the mind. Once you have worked on your response and learning how to use uh-huh and uh-uh as the way to respond to yes and no questions, your answers come out without even thinking about it. It bypasses the mind. That does not happen for the other types. So for projectors waiting for the invitation, that means it is imperative that you are prioritizing yourself first, meaning taking care of yourself because you are seeing other people's energies and the potentials of everyone else, but you don't see that of yourself. So you have to take care of yourself so that you are in alignment to receive those invitations. Your energy is open to receive those invitations when you are aware of your energy. What does that mean? Self-care. Self-care is anything that you need. It is making sure that you're sleeping enough, making sure you have enough alone time, making sure that you're out in nature enough, making sure that you're not working all the time, making sure that you're trusting the process and not forcing things to happen because you feel not seen, heard, or valued, doing things that you truly love. As a projector, you're really not designed to work nine to five. You're really designed to only work four hours. You can do four hours at a time if you rest in between. It's about the awareness and the honesty of what you truly need so that you are aware of you, not everybody else, because that's what you witness is everybody else more so. So it's important to tune in to you. Then there's the manifester, which receives brilliant downloads, ideas, and is very, very quick. 
but then burns out really quickly because the power is so fast, the starting is so fast. They have this beautiful experience. They get really focused. They have all this power and then all of a sudden, okay, that's it. They're done. They need a break. Informing is your strategy. That is not for permission to do anything. That is because if people don't know what the heck you're doing and then all of a sudden you started something and you're halfway through, they're like, what the heck is going on here? I don't even know what you're doing. When did this even start? If you inform others, then they have the opportunity to really support you when you need that break. How are you going to be supported if you're not informing and people don't know what you're doing? The not self here is the anger. And the anger only happens when you don't inform because people don't know what's going on. And it also happens when people don't inform you because then you feel like you don't know what's going on. The not self for the projector is bitterness. Bitterness of not being seen, valued, heard, asked to do things. The generator is frustration. Frustration that they have to pause and wait for something to respond to. Usually frustration for a generator is more so a time for a plateau. It's time to, to step back, to rest, and then let something show up for you. Be curious because you don't know when it's going to be. It's kind of fun when you get to do that. And then as a manigen, it is all about frustration and anger because you have the manifesting quickness. You have to inform. And then the frustration happens when you are either doing too much, not fully in alignment, giving all of your energy. For manigens, they have the frustration and the anger. Then we'll go to the reflector, who is 1% of society. Every single center is open. You are a reflector. You're a mirror, barometer kind of seed or sample all the energy and you truly know what is going on in your environment when you understand that you're a reflector. If a reflector is not thriving, then the environment is not thriving. So the reflector's strategy, because everything is open, is 28 days because the reflector is a lunar being, meaning that when the moon moves through the gate activation, it then defines that gate activation. So the reflector feels that energy for five to six days. And it takes 28 days because it takes 28 days for the moon to go through each one of the gates. So for a decision for a reflector to understand how they're going to really experience it and know that it's the right decision for them, it's important for them to follow that 28 days, which is hard in society. So that brings me back to the conditioning aspect. If we're not doing our strategy and authority and we're unaware of that, we're not practicing it, then there are areas in our chart that we are living out our conditioning because we are not trusting the process or experimenting with the process of strategy and authority. The reason that conditioning is so important, I truly feel and this is me, my perspective, I truly feel most of society, uh, well, I know all of society is conditioned. We're all conditioned. But I feel that most of society is unhappy somewhere inside, whether it be they don't feel like they're able to voice their expression or their voice in certain aspects of maybe relationships or friendships because they don't want their friends or relationship to judge them, or maybe they don't want to hurt people's feelings, or maybe they've just always swallowed down their words because they were told when they were younger that they were mean or too blunt, 
that they need to learn how to sugarcoat things. All of these things are conditioning. And the reason I'm focusing on the voice is because the throat is where we manifest. It's the the center of manifestation into the external world. The throat is where we communicate with others. Yes, we can write, but it's still self-expression. It's still the voice, truly. Even if you're not expressing it through the actual throat, the words that you write down are still conditioned by your beliefs or conditioned from your fears. So even if it's writing or creating art, unless you totally let yourself go in your art, which I feel like for art, that may be simpler because it's not words. You may be able to express more freely because it's your interpretation. Now, that may not be true. If you are trying to sell art, you may, I've heard many stories even about singers that have changed the way that they sing or the the songs that they produce because they want to sell, but it's not who they are. It's not what they truly wanted to do. That's conforming. That's social norms. Anything that we are doing to fit in, to be seen, to be heard, to not defend ourselves to make everything peaceful, to not be mean, to be nice. There's so much that we have been conditioned and we don't even know it. And I truly feel like this is why most of society is not truly happy. It affects everything. It affects the way that you express yourself with your children and your business and your relationships, even with yourself, those negative thoughts. But if you truly learned to recognize or understand, okay, in the chart, this is why I love the chart. If you're able to look at the chart and see where you have open areas, anywhere that is white, that's variable energy. So if you say to yourself, okay, so this is where I take in energy from everyone that's around me. So really, this energy is not consistent and nothing about any of these areas, none of these beliefs about these things are true because it was variable energy. So I'm just going to let go of all that stuff. And then I'm going to look into my definition. What is colored in? And I'm going to see how that resonates. Let me see as far as in my centers. Am I conditioned in my defined center because of social norms? I can give an example here. I just had a workshop today and I loved this question. The sacral as generator types and many gens, we are working life force. So there are so many people that are like, oh, you're a generator type. You can do it all the time. You're a many gen. You're so fast. You love to work. So do this, this, and this. But that is not how it works. We have to be inspired by our work. We still have to be recognized and valued. The conditioning here is do the output of work first, and then you receive benefits. That's conditioning. The way that I see it is I get an output when I have creative flow. And as soon as my flow is done, I stop, whether it be one o'clock in the afternoon, 10 a.m. or 10 at night. It's about being inspired. It's not about pushing through, making things happen. That's conditioning in the defined sacral. Most of us are conditioned to push, 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 push. Do it until it's done. Do it until you're at a successful point that you feel like you want to be. Just continue to keep pushing. Another area that you can be conditioned, as far as the defined, would be your root. Yeah, you love to have adrenaline. You love to have that pressure. 
but it doesn't mean you love to have that pressure 24-7 and then you constantly go just because you can. That's also the will center. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. You have to follow what feels good to you. That is the thing with human design. It's truly about connecting with what excites me, what fulfills me. Am I tired? Am I pushing? Does this light me up? Because if it lights you up, you won't be tired. That's it. You will enjoy yourself. You won't be tired and you won't feel like there's resistance, like you're pushing a rock up a hill. It is connecting to your inspiration and what inspires you. And if it doesn't, then it's either not right for you or you need a break. And we're allowed to do that. The deconditioning of all of the societal norms of expectations and all of the shoulds, all of the things that we've learned about ourselves when we were younger because we were told you're outgoing or you're shy or you're too much, all of that conditioning. That was someone else's perception or perspective of what they saw. They are only looking through their lens. So because that is projected onto you, then you believe that. Oh, I'm shy, so I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to stay small. I don't like to talk. I talk really soft because I'm shy. Or was that someone telling you that you were shy because maybe you felt uncomfortable in something? Or maybe it was the first time you did something. Or maybe you were just learning about yourself conditioning holds us back. The reason I'm sharing this is because this is the number one thing to truly be working on. If you're working on human design, follow strategy and authority. Notice where you're conditioned. Because as soon as you start releasing your conditioning, and as soon as you start to acknowledge where you're conditioned, not with judgment, it's the awareness of what is. Okay, this is where I'm conditioned. Now, when I get triggered, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to ask myself what triggered me, what emotion came up. Is there an experience that showed up for me? Who was this experience with? Not with judgment. And how can I react in a different way? So instead of reacting and getting mad, I'm going to sit back. I'm going to reflect. I'm going to take some time by myself. I'm going to journal. I'm going to let myself move through this. And then at the end, I'm going to say, great job. You caught yourself being triggered. You maybe reacted for 10, 15 minutes or whatever it is. And then I was able to move through it. And then I made a different choice in the way that I talked to someone or the way that I responded. Because what happens is this is the deconditioning. The next time the trigger shows up, because it's not a one and done, you'll catch it faster. It'll take less time. There will be some things to work through. And then you move forward. I've been definitely diving in to the deconditioning of my throat. I didn't even realize until awarenesses of swallowing down things, of keeping the peace, of not being heard, which is a huge one. I thought swallowing down was my big one, but now it's not. And this just happened yesterday. I realized that when I speak about certain things, if the person that I am speaking to does not agree with the value of what I'm speaking about, meaning it doesn't feel like a big deal to them, or they don't feel like it's important, they feel like I'm being emotional, or they feel like it's silly, this is, this is what's been happening, that they then think, well, it's not a big deal. So 
they do it anyway. They kind of brush whatever it is that you said and say to you, it's not a big deal. It's a such a little thing. I'm not there anyway. It's not a big deal. And then what I used to do is then I would say to myself, oh, you know, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's really kind of silly. It's not that big of a deal. But now I realize it is that big of a deal. Because what happened is you didn't listen. I expressed my feelings to you and you downplayed them, made me feel like I was nothing. My feelings felt like nothing. And then you chose to ignore them and do it anyway. And then I am supposed to just, okay, fine, let it go. That's what I used to do. And not anymore. I actually take the space. I sit back. Okay, what's going on here? Why are you so angry? Okay, well, this is what happened. After I calm down, I go have a conversation and I say, I I am using my voice. I am not going to swallow down my words anymore. I am not going to let myself not be heard anymore. And it's not because I feel like my voice is more important. I don't. I feel like every voice is important in what you have to share, but no one else's voice is more important than yours. For everyone, each individual. No one else's voice is more important than ours. It is the same. So why do we back down to keep the peace? Why do we settle? Why do we not let ourselves be heard or valued? Voice is huge. Because what happens when you don't express your voice, you feel like no one cares about you. No one really hears you. Whatever you say, it doesn't matter anyway. You're just going to have to settle. At least this is how I felt. So I would love to hear from you if this is how you have felt. And if you didn't feel this, wonderful. Share with me what you're doing. I feel like the voice and self-expression is the number one reason why people are not happy in their relationships, not happy at their work, not happy sometimes with their children. It starts with the voice. Yes. Then there's the action, not letting the same thing repeat. I know a lot of people that will do the first step. They'll say something, but then if someone responds or something doesn't happen the way that they hope and it's not easy, they kind of revert and they go back. Well, I tried. It is trying and then standing in that boundary. Also, it takes practice. So the first time that you say it, you know what? It's okay if you revert. It's okay if you go back. It's the awareness of, oh, interesting. I shared. Then they responded. They didn't respond the way that I wanted. So now I kind of went back to in my shell and it's back to where it was. Okay, noted. Not with judgment, because if you're going to judge yourself, you're not going to move forward. It's always with non-judgment, love for yourself. This is about true self-expression. How can you express yourself if you don't love yourself? All of you that have been listening, you've heard many things from me about some of the experiences I've had. You're witnessing the process of the voice. You're witnessing the process of deconditioning within this whole podcast. If you start back from the beginning, I think you'll see a difference in the way that I speak. There's been so much that has shifted since expressing myself. You can do it on your own. You can do it in community. You can join a community that supports you in the voice. You can have one person that you can have a communication with. I have the masterclass unfiltered that has been released. This goes into the layers of deconditioning that I have become aware of. 
And it's through the lens of human design. The first layer is strategy. The second layer is <clears throat> authority. Then we have the profile lines. Then we have the centers. Then we have the motors. So there's different layers. And it's not doing it all at one time. It's doing it one at a time. Having that experience to share, to be able to express, or even to reflect, you know what? I don't have that opportunity to share. How can I create that space? The unfiltered is out. $17. It will be going up to $77 because it is three hours. I like to go into depth and make it well-rounded. I created it for three hours, knowing that there's time and space that you will need to take a break so that you can have the space to take notes to practice and then to come back. After that, I have a live call on the 29th of September where we get to come together, communicate, share. I hope something clicked here, even if it was one little thing. If you have questions, please respond. Please reach out. I love to respond. Manny Jen here. I love to respond. Look into the unfiltered. Take a dive into that. If you want more one-on-one, -on -one, I have the introductory session. That will be in the show notes. I do offer a $75 coupon with that if you use all caps, provoking. If you just want to reach out and say hi or reach out and say, hey, I loved that or hey, I don't understand that or I didn't really resonate with that, definitely do that too. Anything where we get to communicate together, communicate. It's all about communication. Start using the communication, the self-expression. Until next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.